Thanks for joining us on After Dark with Rob and Andrew on America Out Loud, which is available on iHeartRadio, Spotify, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, Pandora, or head on over to AmericaOutloud.com where you can click the Listen Live tab for 24-7 talk radio. And as I always say, please share the articles and podcasts on social media. We face the same social media censorship that so many of you do, so it does help us out a great deal uh, when you share on social media, and we appreciate it greatly. We're coming off another uh, night in America, another night past the State of the Union address where Joe Biden um, talked up himself. Of course, he did not talk about the Hunter Biden laptop. He did not talk about the classified documents. He did not talk about the border crisis. He did not talk about the billions of dollars that we have been sending to the Ukraine. He talked about sending the money, but not about the amounts. Uh, And then the typical Biden, where he just went on and lied about so many different things, uh, about the economy. That was the main thing he was lying about. Uh, There's a big uproar when he talked about Social Security and Medicare. Once again, the Democrats claiming that Republicans uh, wanted to cut both. Uh, It was just lie after lie. And if you were taking a shot every time that he said, folks, you would have been a very drunk man by the end of that speech. Uh, Just every time he would shift to another subject to say, folks, I don't know about you. And this isn't going to happen under my watch. And just tries to uh, conceive strength and confidence. But he clearly does not have either. And it was funny when he was talking about China, acting like how he's the one world leader standing up to them. It's like, you've got to be joking me. After this China spy balloon incident, this guy is taking a victory lap like he is standing up to China. Give me a break. It was just so insincere. And he was so full of it. Uh, Rob, what were your thoughts on Resident Biden's State of the Union address? Well, Andrew, while you were talking, I was just replaying it in the background from last night. This was one of the worst speeches ever. It did not exude confidence. The State of a Union is in shambles. We know that because China was able to send an unmanned balloon from Alaska all the way to North Carolina, and then we shot it down in the ocean, in the Atlantic Ocean, more than likely, we won't be able to put it back together again. And then you have Democrats now coming out saying, oh, well, it happened under Trump also. Oh, really? Well, how did it happen under Trump? Are you guys just now realizing this? Oh, well, this guy told us that it did. Oh, so he went and replayed the tape because he wanted to find something on Trump? Are you serious? This is all you folks got? You think this is going to change the story that Joe Biden is an incompetent president? I don't take pride in saying this, and I made a mistake. He's not a president. He's the resident. I do not take pride in saying this. It's horrible. It's embarrassing. When he walked through the doors of the House of the Senate, and behind him marched diversity, equity, incompetence, shouldn't get the job. I just got the job because I'm gay. I just got the job because I'm a black woman. I just got the job because I'm an Indian. I just got the job because I say I'm non-binary. You think we need these people representing us? That's the reason why the country is in trouble now. What is Pete Buttigieg doing about about supply chain? What is he doing about the falling infrastructure of our airlines? And let me just throw this out there. If you recall a couple of weeks ago, yeah, I think it was beginning of January toward the end of December. They pulled a halt on all the airplanes. They couldn't fly. They grounded them. 
Why do you think that happened? Now that we know that China was able to successfully put a balloon the size of three buses in the air over our airspace, why do you think they grounded the airlines and we were told that it was a glitch in the system? There's more to that story. Think about it. Now, some of you might say, oh, here's another conspiracy theory. And as I've told you before, a conspiracy theory is a down payment on the truth. We got to get to the bottom of this because we don't have a curious media that will report the truth. They're too busy still trying to make certain that Trump doesn't get back to the White House. As I said on one of our shows, we need to stop the media. We need to just get rid of them completely. Back to our story, the State of the Union last night. As I said, it's in shambles. Watching him come through the door with all those misfits that they claim, oh, they're the highest of the highest. They have the highest integrity. No, they don't. They're the lowest of the lowest. And then sitting on the podium behind him was Kamala Harris. Now, we all know the New York Times came out and did a hit piece on her. Washington Post did a hit piece on her because they don't want her to run for the presidency. They don't want her as a president because they know that she's incompetent. But yet and still, here we are. And then you had all these people, they're clapping their hands. Oh, Joe said this and Joe, oh, Joe. He was stumbling. He was stuttering. He was mumbling. He missed words. Now, the left-wing media will come out and say, oh, that was, was the best speech ever. He's on his A-game. Which A-game? The A-game of a demented person? Because he certainly isn't on his A-game to represent the country. Because if he was on this A-game, he would have said, folks, what happened with that balloon the other week? We, we got it under control. It should not have happened. Do you actually think when he said, China knows, hey, we mean serious business. China is laughing at him, as well as Russia. Remember some time ago, Joe made that little comment, oh, we'll eat their lunch. We'll eat China's lunch. Uh, buddy, China has already eaten your lunch, your breakfast, lunch, dinner, and your snack. And now they're moving on to dessert. And who's dessert? America. Why? Because we have this incompetent idiot in the White House that the media is trying to sell to us as being the most accomplished president ever. He got his agenda across. Yeah, he got something across. But look at to what cost. America, the decline of America. All around us. And this is what we want? This is what voters elected? Andrew, this is embarrassing. This is completely embarrassing. I mean, the moment they walk through the house door and I saw these bumbling idiots, I'm thinking, oh my God, diversity, equity. Pick me because of my gender. Pick me because of my race. Like, this is what the country has come to? And it's buoyed on by the Democrat Party, the party that's supposed to welcome everyone? You mean that's all you got? You have no one better than those idiots? Even looking at the people, the representatives and the Senate on the Republican side. Just a big bag of diversity and equity. <laughs> that's it. Hakeem Jeffries. Oh, he's the first African-American minority to represent the House. What took the Democrats so long? What took them so long to get diversity and equity with that? 
Then you want to say Republicans are racist? See, these are the things that Republicans need to call out. They say, wait a minute. What took you guys so long to get someone like him in that position? Right. His speech was very anti-cop as well. I thought the uh, section on Tyree Nichols, instead of just stating that these rogue police officers committed this horrible crime, he went into depth again how uh, police officers are murdering black people, acting like it's just happening every day on the streets where black people are walking down the streets and getting harassed and picked on and beaten by police officers. I mean, this is just uh, more of the same from the Democrat playbook, just to keep piling it on the police officers, uh, the Trump supporters, just anybody they can to deflect, deflect, deflect and not take responsibility for anything uh, for anyone. You're right. He did, toward the end of the speech, he decided to bring that up. And when he made the statement about the talk and that he's never had to have the talk with his children, well, see, that's the problem. Because had he had the talk with Hunter Biden, Hunter Biden's laptop would have never gotten out of his hands. Had he had the Uh talk with Hunter Biden, I'm serious. Had he had the talk with Hunter Biden, Hunter Biden wouldn't have been on crack cocaine and banging up prostitutes and strippers and then he wants to deny it he should have had the talk with hunter biden but you know what andrew he didn't have to you know why because uh hunter suffers from white male privilege liberal white male privilege that's what you call white privilege right there he does all these bad things he gets convicted of a felony but yet and still he can hold a gun he can throw the gun away and no one says anything about it he can go and act as an undercover agent without filing a pharaoh, and no one says anything about it because Hunter's got it like that because he's got white liberal privilege. But see, Democrats won't point that out. And then you got the blacks like Al Sharpton and Jesse Jackson. They won't say anything about it either. Now, if Joe wasn't, in, wasn't the president or the resident, oh, they would talk about it. But see, now they see him as a useful idiot, a useful tool. And we did a a show about this, the useful idiots. Joe is a useful idiot for blacks because they know we can say anything and he's going to pander to us just to get our votes, especially the black women. Oh, we're going to pander to the black women all nonstop. How many men of color are in Biden's cabinet? That's something just to think about. This man who's all for diversity. Is he for one uh, wing of diversity, meaning black women and then gay men? Because he can't get enough of them because they're all around. Again, when that door opened and they came through, I saw nothing but a bag full of diversity, equity, and gender this, gender that, and all incompetent individuals. And that is the reason why the country is suffering now. And then you had old sister Jill, Jill Biden. She's up in the stands with her. Oh, my God. These people. (laughs) I'm not trying to be harsh, but I'm just going to speak truth to power here because uh, the state of the union is in shambles. (laughs) We are not where we should be. And then Biden goes, we need to let's finish the job. Finish what job? You want to finish destroying America? Yeah, exactly exactly what he's trying to do. And speaking of Jill Biden, did you see that clip of her kissing Doug Emhoff on the mouth? Andrew, I'm glad you mentioned that. Because as you were talking, I was trying to rewind it. And and the day of yesterday when it happened, I'm like, 
was that a kiss on the lips? So I rerounded again. I'm like, wait, what was it on the cheek? I, I could, it was on the lips. Like, what is that about? What about COVID? What about the germs? What about the cooties? <laughs> what oh about making God. out with some other guy's wife? Yeah. Well, you know, that's how Jill and that's how Jill and uh, what's his face run. That's how they roll, brother. Jill and Joe. They're no strangers. That's what, come on. What do you think Hunter got all this, this deviant behavior from? <laughs> I mean, yeah, I saw that. I thought, oh, did, I mean, I had to play it over and over again. I slowed it down. I'm like, was that right on the lips? I, mean, I wonder what was Kamala thinking? Now, we all know, had she done that to Barack Obama, <laughs> Michelle would have floored her. Although Michelle gets into it with Barack, but you, know, you don't mess with her man. You don't mess with Michelle's man. But, oh, gosh, there's just there's so much to unpack here with this failed State of the Union address. He mentioned China and Ukraine. And <laughs> China... Wait, wait, speaking of China and Ukraine, I didn't see Hunter Biden in the galley. I guess he wasn't yeah. invited. Yeah, I didn't see any... Jim Biden either. That's right. Or Valerie Biden. I guess it was a bit too close for comfort, but I did see Merrick Garland. And when Biden mentioned that, you know, we've got to hold police accountable, our, our law enforcement has to be held accountable, I'm thinking, well, what about it starts at the top? It starts at the top. And Merrick Garland is the most compromised, corrupt Department of Justice head that we've ever had. Well, you know, we had Rod Rosenstein and we had uh, Bill Barr. Bill claimed he was going to do something, but he did. He didn't do the right thing. So, oh man, this is this is this is not good at all. Biden also mentioned. Oh, one other thing I want to bring up: the parents of Tyree Nichols. And I heard, but I didn't see it. I might have missed it because like I said, I was I was wandering off. My mind was like all over. I was like, this is this is a boring speech. He had the family of Tyree Nichols there in the galley. Now let's think back to 2017 when Trump invited the family of what was it the lady's name? Evelyn Rodriguez. Her daughter was killed by a member of M13. He also invited Stephanie Davis and her daughter, Janaya, and they were there to talk about school vouchers. Now, this is when Trump was in office and he did his first uh, State of the Union address. And when he introduced these families, Stephanie Davis, the white people, white liberal Democrats and bougie blacks booed them. I remember Joy Reid coming out the next day and not saying anything congratulatory to this young mother and her daughter. Evelyn Rodriguez, whose daughter was killed by a member of M13, they couldn't even embrace her. They were like, oh, how dare Trump? Trump is just using them by bringing them up there. That's what Whoopi Goldberg said. You see how blacks are against other blacks that don't agree with their ideology? But because Tyrese Nichols' parents were there, his mother and stepmother, we're supposed to just like clap our hands and go, oh, no, I congratulate them for being there. What happened to them is most unfortunate. But it was a black-on-black -black crime by black police officers killed a black man in a black, predominantly black city with a black police chief who happens to be a woman. Now, see, that's a little bit of the story that Joe won't tell you. We have to tell you that on After Dark with Robin Andrew unless you did your own research. So Joe wants to talk about 
law and order and how the police must be held accountable, but he won't and, and talk about the talk that supposedly blacks have to have with their children, which he should have had with Hunter, as I mentioned, but he won't talk about the black on black crime. Barack Obama wouldn't talk about it when he was a president. We're just all supposed to assume that, oh, everything is just hunky-dory. There isn't an issue there with black-on-black crime. I would submit to you that is majority of the problem in the black community. It's black-on-black crime. The police can't fix it. Now, we shouldn't defund the police, but you can put all the police in the neighborhood as, as, as many as you want. But that's not going to fix the problem in the black community which is a hatred for themselves, a disregard for life. Though some will say, oh, well, you got that in every other community. You got it in the white community. Okay, let's say we do. But what is the percentage that blacks make of the community, of the uh, population of the United States? 13%. When you go into these black neighborhoods, that's all you have. Shootouts. Look in Chicago. Look at New Orleans. Look at New York City and the Brooklyn and the Bronx. Look at South Central L.A. Look at Oakland. These problems have persisted since the 60s when the Democrats came in and said, we're going to help the black community. And almost 50 years later, they are yet to help the black community. The only thing they have done is managed to convince the black community to vote for them and nothing else. We're going to take this up on the other side of the break. Indeed, we will. You're tuned into After Dark with Robin Andrew on America Out Loud, which is available on iHeartRadio Monday through Friday at 10 p.m. Eastern, 9 p.m. Central, or 7 p.m. on the West Coast. We'll be back with more After Dark with Robin Andrew. You already know Genesis plus HOCL is your best defense against viruses. But did you also know it's the most powerful weapon for eliminating airborne mold too? Customers are raving about the Genesis Fogger's ability to tackle mold problems and the bad smells that go with them. And we all know mold is a hazard to your health. There's no airborne invader that Genesis can't handle. Visit genesisfogger.com forward slash out loud to receive a 15% discount on the Genesis Fogger with promo code OUTLOUD. With Genesis, you're ready for anything. Go a day without brushing your teeth or washing your hands. What about washing your nose? I mean, your nose does filter the air you breathe, air loaded with bacteria, viruses, and irritants. Make nasal hygiene part of your routine with Clear. No messy bottles to fill, no drowning sensation. Clear is a natural drug free saline with the added benefit of xylitol, which blocks bacterial and viral adhesion. Available in stores and online at clear.com. That is X L E A R.com. AmericaOutloud.com. If you can't find it here, you can't find it anywhere. We are the pulse and voice of everyday American thought, working hard to earn your trust for seven incredible years and counting. America Out Loud Talk Radio. The liberty and justice for all. Okay, folks, we're back talking about the State of the Union Address. And when we went to break, I was teasing you as to what Biden was saying, that we need to help different communities with the police, law enforcement, 
and that we need to keep going on with the diversity and equity. And I was telling you about Memphis, Tennessee, and the, the problems within the Black community being the, a, a hatred of themselves and how the Black community, the problem in the Black community has to be corrected by the Black community. The government can't do it. Okay, we can give them direction. But listening to people like Joy Reid, Whoopi Goldberg, Al Sharpton is not going to help because remember, Al Sharpton is a race baiter. He just comes out and call everything racism so that he can get his way and make a whole lot of money. But that money is not trickling down to the black community. Even if they were talking about reparations, even if they were to go out and give blacks reparations, the Democrat Party, that's not going to help the crime in the black community. The black community needs a come to Jesus moment. And it can't be these preachers that are just popping up all over wanting money and dividing the black family. We need to sit down and address the issue that the Democrats have created since the 60s with removing the dads out of the house. Let's just accept it. We need to bring the dads back into the house. We need to stop telling these black women that you can make it on your own and stop calling them strong black women. You're just a woman. You're weak without a helpmate. Let's just be honest. I don't mean to disparage anyone, but we need to speak truth to power. And see, Joe Biden and his brigade, they keep playing this up, that black men are bad and that you don't need a black man in the household. That's wrong. Now, I know that Tyree Nichols had his mom and his stepdad in the house. I don't know about the police officers, but if we were to nip that in the bud, this hatred that blacks have for each other, we could move up. And it has to start with denouncing the policies of Democrats like Joe Biden. We want all these people to go to school. Well, everyone is not meant to go to school. And the crime within the neighborhood starts at home. We need to address that. Now, the next part of his speech, he was talking about Social Security and how the Republicans want to cut Social Security and Medicare. And man, they were like, oh, no way. And Marjorie Taylor Greene, she called him out. And rightfully so. And I thought for a minute there, Andrew, he was going to get off kilter because he started like challenging them, going backwards and forwards. And well, I didn't say all of you. I said some of you. And I'm not going to name names. I'm like, oh, that's an elderly moment. He's lost it. And I kind of wanted him just to keep losing it. So he could have just got completely off track. But I guess someone might have said, don't do it. You'll mess up. But Republicans are not trying to defund Social Security or Medicare. The only thing we're trying to do is say that these illegal aliens aren't entitled to Social Security or Medicare. And then raising the debt ceiling? What for? Why should we raise it again? We're just giving money to people who don't deserve it. We're just giving money to illegals, our taxpayer dollars, creating a catastrophe for our children. Why should we raise it? Mitch McConnell? Notice how he gave acolytes to Mitch McConnell? I don't know why. Well, I guess because Mitch McConnell is working with him behind the scenes. What other reason would he like, call Mitch McConnell out? He had Kevin McCarthy, whenever Joe would say something, he was shaking his head and saying, no, that's not right. And I was glad he was doing that. And I hope they had it on camera because I saw it. Now, of course, the left-wing media, they attack Kevin. Oh, well, he doesn't even have a strong majority. And he this and he that. And Nancy, when she was there, she could count numbers. Well, as I said, I hope she can count numbers. She's a speaker of the house. What else was she supposed to do? Oh, and Andrew, did you see her husband there? He was there also sitting in the galley in front of uh, Jill Biden. But you know what? He had a he had a cap on, a hat on. So I guess who that guy bashed his head in pretty bad. But I thought that was interesting because I kept wondering, like, who is this man with this fedora on? And then when he turned around, I looked, I'm like, oh, that's Paul Pelosi. So he was up in the galley with Jill while old Nancy was on the floor. Has been. I don't even know why she's there. How long has she been in Congress? Like about 40 years? 40 years too long. So you have all these old farts 
giving each other pats on the back. <laughs> what a joke. <laughs> what a joke. What a joke. I'm just looking at my notes here because, I, I mean, that speech, wow. So I mentioned that he was stumbling. He mentioned about the job creations. Okay, folks, let's let's just get to the bottom of the job creation. There have been no new created jobs. Okay, I'll say it again. No new created jobs such that it would bring the unemployment number down to 3%. What it is, is that people who quit their jobs, people who were fired from their jobs because they didn't want to take the, the, uh, the shot in the arms, they're now being welcomed back to the workforce. And that's the reason why the numbers are going down. And you know yeah. what? Those numbers were down when Trump was in office. So they're going back to the jobs that Trump created, but the Democrats fired them from, plain you're, and simple. You're exactly right. And he also claimed that he's cut spending, which I just found absolutely ridiculous. I mean, look at all these huge inflation bills that this guy has signed. Um, we haven't started to pay for them yet. Maybe that's his version of cutting spending. But uh, he spent the big, most money. He had the biggest spending package, the Build Back Better. Or I said Build Back Broke Bills, the largest spending package in American history. And this guy gets up there and has the nerve to act like he's cutting money uh, from our debt. It's just unbelievable the lies that this guy tells time and time again. And uh, the media, they're just going, oh, Joe did a great job. He was uh, good as ever. That's all you get from them. Joe was horrible. Okay. <laughs> he was horrible. Here's another lie he told. Mm -hmm. He said that, you know, they've been trying to get rid of oil and gas. Now he's saying that, oh, but we still need oil and gas. We can't get rid of it all. I'm like, really? I thought you were saying we're going to get rid of it. Then he talked about corporations paying taxes. And this is always, this is a lightning rod for folks on the left. Because they always want to say, see that they're not paying taxes. They're not paying corporations aren't paying taxes. And I have tried to educate people over and over again. I'm like, what you're saying doesn't make any sense. What happens is that a lot of these states will say, if you set up shop here and if you bring in jobs and hire so many people, we will give you a tax break. You won't have to pay taxes on certain things for let's say 10 years or so. Yeah, but see, they're not paying the taxes, but they're hiring people to get people working. Who wouldn't want that deal? So, of course, companies are going to say, okay, if you're going to lower my taxes, I'll open up and I'll hire as many people as possible. The same thing with Amazon. When they attack Amazon and say, oh, they're not paying taxes. Yeah, but when Amazon came in, there was an agreement. Okay, if you lower my taxes, I'll be able to hire people and give them a fair salary and give them health insurance. So what do you want? Do you want jobs? Or do you not want me to come in? You have no jobs. You have high employment. That's all it is. And then they say, oh, well, the rich. That's another favorite thing. The rich, they're not paying taxes. Why don't they pay taxes? And then, Andrew, you'll have rich people coming out saying, that's right. I'm paying more than my secretary. That was Warren Buffett. Okay, well, here's the deal. If you feel, Mr. Rich Guy, Mr. Billionaire and Multimillionaire, that you're not paying enough taxes, by all means, write the check. Just write a check and say, okay, this is how much I think I should be paying. This is how much you said I should be paying. I'm just going to write a check for you. But they won't do it. They will hem and haw and they'll say, oh, yeah, I'm not paying enough taxes. But no one is stopping you from paying the taxes. Because what will happen, like independent contractors, what they will do is that 
when they get paid, they pay their own taxes. So they will go to an accountant and they will estimate how much they think their taxes are. And then they will pay that in advance so that they won't have to worry about it later on. If they pay too much, the government gives back to them. If they've been paying a lot, you know, they'll have to make up for it. So these, these rich guys that are saying they're not paying enough, write the check. Come on. Put the check in the mail. But they won't do it. Instead, they will go and agree with Biden and say, we're not paying enough taxes. That's so bad. Then everyone else, oh, that's right. They're not paying it. I'm paying more than them. But they will never offer to write the check to make up for the difference. You know why they won't do it? Because they don't believe that they're not paying enough taxes. They want you to think that they are not paying enough taxes. They want you to think that they think that they're not paying enough as if they're jumping in front of it. But in reality, that's not the case. That's not the case at all. They don't want to pay more taxes. They have you thinking that because as long as you think it, you will lay off of them which is what Biden did. That's the reason why he brought it up. And look at the resounding applause that he got. Everyone's standing up. Oh, that's right. Let's make them pay more taxes. So tomorrow, the left-wing media, that's all they'll write about. Rich people aren't paying taxes, and everyone knows it, and they should pay more taxes. Okay, why don't you just tell them to put the check in the mail? That's all you No one's keeping you from putting the check in the mail. If you feel that you're not making paying enough taxes, just put the check in the mail. And we can squash that. But it won't happen because they don't believe it. The other lie that he told, which I thought was completely in, in, in left field, and I'm so glad that they all challenged him on it. He said that there was a non-compete clause on people working at McDonald's at the burger joint. Well, not in McDonald's specifically, but at, at fast food restaurants. I have never heard of that before in my life. <laughs> Now, it does happen in the financial district. When I went from one, right. uh, one financial company to another, I had to sign an agreement that I can't work for a certain amount of time and I can't take the clients and whatnot. But at a restaurant? Right. Fast food? Right. Fast food? You mean that Burger King thinks that they're going to take their secret ingredients and give them to McDonald's? Minimum wage jobs? Give me Right. Or, or, or Kentucky Fried Chicken thinks that they're going to take the Colonel's secret and give it to, uh, what is it, uh, Popeye's? <laughs> yeah. And, and, then, and then they were like, no, that, that's, they're like, what? And the look on Kevin McCarthy's face, I was died laughing. He's like, what is he talking about? We're paying you uh, seven fifty an hour, but when you leave this job, you can't work anywhere else for six months. Okay. Right. <laughs> I'm like, he's like, no, 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 it was like that. But, you know, I stopped it. It's like it wasn't. There you go again lying. And the media should call him out about it tomorrow. They should call him out. They should say, we did a fact checking, but see, they won't because they know that it was a senior moment. Both the left and the right, they know that it was a senior moment, so they won't call him out because they don't want you, the American people, afraid. But you're already afraid, and you should be afraid. Anytime he's going to let our adversary fly a balloon across time zones to the United States. Now, China is in, like I think, a day ahead of us, 24 hours or something like that ahead of us. So they were able to get a balloon to come over here undetected? And we're not supposed to be afraid? And, and the media, they're not even hyping that up. That look, if they were able to do that, then they should they will be able to shoot a ballistic missile and hit the continental United States. I mean, see, no one is thinking about that. They're just thinking, oh, well, they came here, it was in this air, and it was getting secrets. But I'm like, folks, 
do you see what just happened? If they're able to put a balloon in the air, it goes from Hawaii, Alaska, the West Coast, Middle America, and then to the East Coast, what do you think they could do with a ballistic missile? Remember when Reagan, if you look back during the Reagan years, he was trying to build a force so that if something like that happened, it would bounce back. And people, the Democrats, of course, were like, oh, no, it'll never happen. But now we see it could happen. It could happen. So when Joe is telling us the State of the Union is okay, it's not okay. It's not all right. And that was demonstrated last week when China was able to launch an unmanned balloon the size of three buses across the continental United States. What else are they working on? The State of the Union is not okay. And we should all be afraid, very afraid. Because if Joe Biden can't get on a stage and speak coherently about the State of the Union and what we're up against, but he's going to run with these numbers, that low unemployment, when we all know that the people is low now because those people went back to work after they were fired by these Democrats because they wouldn't take the poke in the arm. That's the reason why the numbers are low. And they were low when Trump was here because Trump had gotten rid of all those crazy regulations. But Joe won't talk about it. He wants to talk about non-complete causes between fast food restaurants to get everyone sidetracked so that people won't remember China just invaded our airspace. China just showed us that we're not afraid of you. They just punked us out. We now know that the Hunter Biden laptop is Hunter Biden. We now know that Merrick Garland was after parents who were concerned about the education being taught in schools. We saw from the other night from the culture warfare with the Grammys that you got a lot of crazy people running around here. Men saying that they're women. The country is upside down. And Joe wants to tell us that one of our concerns is that the no compete clause with the fast food restaurants and the workers. I don't think so. Yeah, and cigarettes are a problem, not pot and methamphetamine and all these other uh, drugs people are doing. Just keep smoking pot, but cigarettes are the problem. Right, keep smoking pot, although it's messing with your brains, but it always, that's okay. Oh, and, and then who can forget about, oh yeah, and we've got an abortion. Would you ever think that a civilized country would welcome and celebrate abortions, the killing of babies, murdering babies. And when it's time for the death penalty, these same people that want to kill babies will be out marching in forces. No, don't kill the babies. No, the baby. But no, no, I'm sorry, not the babies. Don't kill the person. Don't don't fry them. Don't electrocute them, although they killed people. No, we can't do that. We're a civilized country. Really? We're going to break. But along those same lines, I also want to talk about the insurrection that took place in Oklahoma City. Go ahead, Andrew. Yeah, some people are calling it Tranuary 6. We'll discuss that when we come back. But if you're looking for better sleep, focus, and energy, check out Healthy Cell, the leading innovator of nutritional supplements for cell health. Rob and I did, and we were so happy we tried Healthy Cell. Healthy Cell vitamins work at the cellular level to boost immune health, 
sleep better, focus deeper, and stay younger longer. Absorb a healthier lifestyle with Healthy Cell's pill-free vitamins. You go to HealthyCell.com, check the great products out, and save 25% off with the promotional code OUTLOUD. HealthyCell.com, use the promo code OUTLOUD. We'll be back with more After Dark with Robin Andrews. These days, every time you turn on the news, it seems like there's a new threat to your health. Maintaining a strong immune system has never been more critical. Advanced Nutrition Company, Healthy Cell, created Immune Super Boost to help you strengthen your immunity. Unlike other supplements that don't work, Immune Super Boost is not a pill. It's a gel you swallow with ultra-absorption of science-backed nutrients proven to support immunity, like vitamin C, D3, zinc, elderberry, and echinacea. These physician-formulated gels come in a small gel pack. Tear off the top and shoot it down, or mix it in water. Boost your immunity. Go to HealthyCell.com and use limited time code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first order. Risk-free. Love it or your money back. Guaranteed. HealthyCell.com, code OUTLOUD. HealthyCell.com, code OUTLOUD. For 40 years, alarmists have been warning of a climate catastrophe, yet none of their dire predictions have come true. Temperatures have not soared, sea level rise has not been unusual, and extreme weather events have not increased in either frequency or intensity. In short, there is no climate emergency. For 15 years, the International Climate Science Coalition has led the call for climate realism and a made-in-America climate plan a plan based on real science that responds to the real-world needs of Americans, supports economic growth, and strengthens our essential infrastructure, a plan that protects the environment and ensures that Americans can enjoy the blessings of clean air, clean land, and clean water for generations to come. It's time to put ideology and pseudoscience aside. It's time for a sensible climate plan. For more information or to donate, visit our website, icsc-climate.com And we're back to the last block of the show. I can't believe it's moving so fast, but you know, that's what happens when you're critiquing Joe Biden. Because the speech that he gave last night was completely useless, it was boring, it was horrible. Now, I know that they're trying to spin it on both the left and the right, but it was horrible. And one of the things I failed to mention during the first block of the show, I mentioned it, I teased to it about uh, Chuck Schumer and Biden said that he was the longest-serving minority leader. D- dude, he's the majority leader. Okay, <laughs> wake the heck up. Okay, <laughs> he's held the majority leader since Biden took office as president in the Senate. Like, yeah, he was probably confusing him with Kevin McCarthy. But how he can't even do that? This guy is so out of his league. He is so. It's it's embarrassing. It is embarrassing, and we are not safe. Under his leadership, we are not safe at all. Even if we were to go to Kamala Harris, we're not safe. Look at the hit job, as I mentioned, that the Washington Post and New York Times did on her. We're not safe with either one of these. And then something else that Joe wanted to mention, looking at my notes here, trans. We should live in a country whereby trans people feel comfortable. They are human beings, and they should be comfortable. Anyone should be comfortable in their own home. Everyone should be comfortable in their own homes. But these same individuals, they're having a, it's a psychological problem. And we can't deny it. 
Because if I were to go around and say I'm Joe Biden, you guys would say I'm schizophrenia. Okay, so why is it that a man can walk around and say that he is a woman with a penis? Or a woman can say that she's a man with a vagina. Or a woman can say, oh, I'm a man, but I had a baby. See, this is what they want. They want this bowl of misfits as opposed to getting these people help. And then they want to push it down to our children. And remember, Joe even mentioned, we want education for all as early as pre-K. Well, they want that so they can start the indoctrination. Folks, don't believe this. Don't be so willing to give your kids up. I know that health care is important. But they want access to your children so they can turn your children into little activists. They can turn your children into this group of kids who will suspend reality and start living in this make-believe world that you can be whatever you want to be. You don't have to be male or female. You can just call your gender any given day of the week. And we saw that on display during the Grammys. We also saw that on display in Oklahoma when you had trans-Democrat radicals trying to overthrow the Oklahoma government. Where is the coverage? Where is the outrage? You had these people literally, Andrew, going to the state house trying to overthrow it because Oklahoma is getting ready to pass a law that will end this nonsense. And Where did these you, people come from? They came you, from all over, Andrew. Go ahead. Mind you, this was one day before Joe Biden's State of the Union address. Or was it the same day? It might have been. It the was same. the same day. It was the same happened, day. Happened well, on the same day as Joe Biden's yep. State of the Union address, and he had the nerve to talk about the January sixth insurrection at his State of the Union. After how many years has it been? I yep. mean, this guy is so out of touch, and he's purposely out of touch in situations like this because Democrats don't want him to know about this. Not that he would care, anyways. He just turned a blind eye to it, like he does anything else Democrats do completely out of touch. And not only that, Andrew, like you said, the Jane Six, they want to bring it up because they want that to marinate in people's mind. They want people to constantly get angry and mad. They say that fences and walls don't work. Well, why is it, pretend that the Homeland Security under Mr. Alejandro Mallorca said that we need to put up barricades around the White House as Joe gets ready to make his speech? No one's going to attack the White House. Antifa's not attacking the White House. Black Lives Matter's not attacking the White House. But see, they did it for psychological purpose so that people will say, oops, that's right, we got to do it because look at what happened on Jan 6. What happened on Jan 6 was a silly college board prank. What happened on Jan 6 was that Nancy Pelosi failed her fiduciary responsibility in securing the perimeters of the White House. And she failed it. Well, well did she actually fail? Because she knew what was going to happen, because the FBI told her that we need more people because people are going to be coming, converging on the White House. Not that they're going to be converging to create chaos, but just diverging or a conversion for, to protest. But see, the FBI told her, don't do it, because we're going to have some people planted inside that group to create a ruckus, like Ray Epps and other undercover FBI agents that Christopher Wray refuses to address. Now that Republicans control all the committees, I challenge them, I dare them to call that little knucklehead before Congress and put the question to him, was the FBI involved? Remember, you're under oath, and we want you to answer this question 
so that the American people can hear it. And if you refuse to answer the question, the sergeant at arms will come and arrest you. That's all you got to do. That's all you have to do. Why won't they do it? It's time to get serious. When after looking at that State of the Union address and looking at those people walk through that door, a bunch of unqualified, diversity, equity, non-gender, uh, gender, genderless, and all these other things, incompetent people, we now know that this country is in trouble. After seeing what was happening in Oklahoma with the insurrection of the trans group, this country is in trouble. And you're not going to call out what happened in Oklahoma, but you're going to build fences around the White House so that it can have a psychological effect on people and make people think that, oh, oh, my God, they're going to come and try to storm the Capitol. Meanwhile, the price of eggs, a dozen of eggs is $10. Milk, right. $5. And when has that ever been the case? This guy tried to act like we have a strong economy right now. You look at the prices of this uh, products, like you just mentioned, eggs, milk, gas. Uh, anything that is essential just to um, heat your home. I mean, I'm paying $500 a month just for uh, electricity. I mean, this is the kinds of things that have went up under Joe Biden that we've never had in this country before. These kinds of prices for these kinds of goods. And he completely ignored all of that. Yet and still, he wants to tell us with the straight face that the state of our economy is okay. No, it isn't. Right. And then he tried to rip off President Trump trying to say, oh, we're going to build America. We're going to buy America. It was, just sounded exactly like he was trying to rip off uh, what President Trump was so popular for saying. We're going to buy America. Meanwhile, we're giving all of our oil and gas reserves to China. China, who had the Goodyear blimp the size of three buses, just freely going over the, over the, the continental United States. And then they're saying, Jim Psaki, oh, well, no, where they let it up there because, you know, they were, no, not Jim Psaki, but the other White House uh, communication director, she was saying, well, it was there because we were getting, we were getting information. We were getting all this information from it. Yeah, but last week you were saying that you didn't know if you would be able to read the Goodyear blimp or not. So now you've changed your story. Talk about spinning, talk about narratives. I just hope to God that Republicans could get to the bottom of this. I wish they would learn to fight. Because this is a fighting mode. We're now up against the adversary, the darkness of evil. And the only way we're going to win is to fight to the bitter end. Jeff Dornick came on our show once. We've got to have him back. And he had said that if we expect to win an election, We've got to tackle voter integrity. And I was like, yeah, we got to do it, but we got to do some other things. But he's right. As I sat the other night, and I'll keep saying, I'm reading the book Rigged. And if you see how our election has been set up to favor Democrats at every angle, yes, you would be amazed. Yeah, we go to the polls and we vote. But the way it is done to favor Democrats so that if Republicans are even at the top, see, like they said, 2016 surprised them all because they had their diabolical little plans in place then. Right. But Trump was able to maneuver around it. He was just more popular than they ever could have imagined. More so they popular, weren't able right. to beat it. Yeah. But in 2020, the little things that they had done with the different states, with the election and terrified Republicans – 
It was in full effect. And then this past fall, the midterms, full effect again. And the problem is that you, the voters, are completely unaware of it because it's happening behind the scenes. And that's the reason why, as I said, Trump was so mad because he knew what was happening. And that's the reason why he called out the secretary of state in Georgia because he knew the guy had rolled over. But see, the guy never wanted to come out and admit, yeah, I did concede. Yeah, I didn't fight hard enough. What Trump was saying was right. Yeah. And now they want to, we're going to persecute him because he was trying to tell them to steal. No, he wasn't. He was saying, look at those boats because you got boats there that shouldn't be there. But the Secretary of State agreed that we'll let it slide by because we don't want a consent agreement. Don't doubt me that Joe is able to use this little failed State of the Union speech with the help of the media to launch his 2024 campaign. Do not doubt me when I say that he could be the nominee, and do not doubt me when I say they could very well cheat again, and he goes back into the White House. Yeah, I have hope that President Trump is going to embrace um, these new voting laws a lot more come 2024. I saw him on a True Social Media talking about how we need to put ballot drop boxes in every church in America. And it sounds like it might be kind of shady, but it's actually what you have to do in today's America to match the Democrats cheating. Uh, ballot harvest, harvesting, drop boxes. These are the dirty tricks that Democrats have been using. And Republicans can no longer run away from this. We've got to match it and we've got to beat it in order to win these elections. I mean, we're coming in at such a deficit with all these mail-in ballots and all these drop boxes that Democrats have set up all, all over these urban areas. And uh, we can't uh, overcome these deficits. So we definitely need to change that. We need to come into Election Day in 2024 um, pretty even in numbers at the very least. And we all know Republicans have stronger election day performances than Democrats. That's why they favor this uh, mail-in voting, because it has helped them out so much. You're right. We have got, and it's not even cheating. It's just following, playing the rules that the law right. is allowing us to follow. And we've got to do it. Like you said, we Republican, Democrats also, they know that Republicans will more than likely come out on election day and vote. But we now see when we did do it, there were problems with the machines. There were some votes that weren't counted. And you can't tell me that they say, oh, well, all the votes did. You stayed in line until you vote. Well, yeah, you did it. But what did they do with the votes? That's the issue. What did they do with the votes? And when you read this book, Rigged, you'll see that in some cases, even if they hadn't finished all the votes, or they were uh, when they went there and they voted and they voted incorrectly. People didn't want to go back and correct it. They're like, oh, let's just let it stay the way it is. So there were probably a lot of votes that didn't get counted. And you know what? The people who were counting the votes were Democrats because Republicans had resigned to stand back. They didn't want to keep up a ruckus, lest the courts get involved and they get entangled with a long, a long drawn out legal process. Whereas Democrats are okay with that. How do you think Al Franken got into office? Because of Malfeces and Mark Elias stayed there and fought it through, and he got into office. Tim, uh, not Tim Scott, but the guy, the Florida of uh, the governor of Florida, Scott. When he was running, he won his election by a a hair. Because even then, Democrats tried to cheat, but he stayed the course, and he won. 
So do not doubt or think that they will not do it in 2024. Joe's State of the Union speech was horrendous. He stumbled, he mumbled, he missed words, he was confused. But the media will look at it and say, well, he did talk about this. Well, he did get 100 innovations, uh, standing ovations, people interrupted him 100 times. Who cares about that? I heard someone on TV the other night saying, oh, well, he was interrupted 100 times for applause. And it's for show. Folks, you got to also remember that this whole State of the Union address and inviting people, this only started with President Reagan. This has this is, isn't anything in the Constitution to have these big events whereby people come. It's all partisan. So when Joe is inviting all these people to make himself look good, it's just for show. So the media won't critique this the way we are critiquing it and saying he lied. He stumbled over things. I remember whenever Trump would give a speech, I'm sorry, the State of the Union address, you would have always had these fake news fact checkers that would come like, oh, he lied about this, he lied about that. No one is going to fact check Joe. Right. Even our conservative outlets. And see, the, again, that's where we fall down. We've got to play the game the way they play it. We've got to do fact checkers. And we've yeah. got to say he lied about this. He the what? biggest lie. What's your opinion on a Brit Hume? I watched him after the State of the Union. He came on Fox News and was like, oh, I thought that moment uh, where Joe uh, called on Paul Pelosi was great. Uh, I really enjoyed that. It's like, this guy, he seems pretty out of touch himself. Sometimes I like what he has to say, but other times he just seems like he's missing the point. You think that uh, Brit Hume's time has passed? No, I, I don't. I actually I actually like him. Of all of the uh, commentators on Fox, I like him. I mean, sometimes he does say some things that I don't agree with. I like him better than Chris Wallace. I bet Chris is sitting out somewhere saying, oh, man, That's I messed sure. up. <laughs> I can't I can't critique it. And I'm glad we don't need Chris Wallace. But Brett Humes, I think, is pretty fair because while although he said that about Paul Pelosi, he also came and said that this was one of the worst speeches ever and that Joe stumbled, fumbled, missed words, and that he was dazed. He calls it the way it is. Even before the speech, he gave an analysis, and he said, Joe will probably try to use this as a launching pad for 2024, but I don't think it's going to work because he's too old. He's too forgetful, and any everyone can see it. But see, the problem is that while Brett is saying that, you have the other commentators that hear it, and they won't talk that up. They'll mention it, and then they'll move on. Whereas when Trump, an accomplished person, with all his faculties, they would constantly say, well, some people are saying that he's losing it. Some people are saying he's walking around the White House talking to himself. Some people are saying this. And they would always lead with that the same way. And I've got to mention this, and I'm going to call it out. The same way one of the analysts on Fox, Jennifer, gosh, I can't I almost said her name. She's one of their chief correspondents. Came out and said the that, the lady that's got the short hair. Yes, what is yeah, your, oh, gosh. I, I can't think of Jennifer that Griffin. Lady, is it Jennifer Griffin? Jennifer Griffin. She came as soon as she found out. And I know we're up against the time. I might go over just a little bit because I want to get this in. As soon as the story was was out that there was a balloon circulating in the air during the Trump term, she immediately ran out with that. Oh, we're hearing this, that one of the generals said that during the Trump term that a balloon was circulating in the air and they misidentified it. And I'm like, okay, Jennifer, think about what you're saying. So two years later, they're going to go back 
and look for some surveillance to see if a balloon was circulating. Why is it that that wasn't presented at the time? Certainly, they wouldn't have tried not to present it to protect Trump because they hate him. So why wasn't it presented then? But see, she's not thinking about that. And if she is, she's hoping that Americans or the people on the left that are probably tuning into her aren't thinking that, wait a minute, but Jennifer, that happened two years ago. So why wasn't it reported then? They don't want you to think that. They just want you to think that, oh, it happened to Biden. It happened to Trump. So what is Trump saying? It never happened to him. Whereas Mike Pompeo and so many others, including John Bolton, have come out and said, no, this did not happen. We were never made aware of it. And if it did, they would have told us first. So now you want to go back and pull the tape? But she loves coming out and saying that. The same way these people will love coming out and they will not say that Joe seemed confused he stumbled, and he just missed the beat. What they'll give him is a pass and say, oh, well, he stutters. That's a lie. Stop lying. Because there are people who do have speech impediment problems. But Joe, that's not Joe's problem. Joe's problem is that he suffers from dementia. He's 80 years old. This is a tough job. He's out of his league. But they will not constantly say it. They will introduce everything else besides that. Andrew, this was a failed State of the Union address, and I would say that America is in trouble. You're absolutely right. We are all out of time. Thank you all for joining us on After Dark with Rob and Andrew on America Out Loud, which is always available on iHeartRadio, Spotify, Stitcher, Pandora, TuneIn Radio, wherever you stream. Please like and subscribe or go to AmericaOutloud.com. We'll see you guys next time. And remember, stand for something or fall for nothing.